Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super itch. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Asking if you see another fella of the Denard era of making their life yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam, known as already blessed. We the heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting for the Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray Wren, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's what it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. He's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, Denard, Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference report, the recording has started. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT, hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Renfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree, bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best, so sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown. In the TNT Intel Zone. Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Marvelous Er Monday, November the 1st, 2021. Raven 98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. It is a marvelous Monday morning. Hope I got that one right. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Let's get it started. I'm hearing all kind of good stuff, except for what we want to hear. I mean, there are other people putting out. So let's see if their good stuff is true. This is our window. It is the window that the Treasury gave us, 30th through the 2nd. Tell me, uh, over Iraq, I you know I tweeted out to you guys on Friday. Start looking Saturday morning because they felt it was a possibility at that time. Uh, anytime after Saturday morning, that things could happen, but nothing has happened yet. This is the window for Iraq and for the Treasury, so far as we know. So, unfortunately, I've been trying to get hold of them all morning. We can have been able to get hold of them. So we'll see what happens. But if something good does, then I'll tweet it out again. Banks haven't changed. Even though they thought it was possible, they were on alert, but they are not in the facility yet. Tomorrow's a good day. Hopefully this afternoon they will go on high alert and go to the facility. I'm saying hopefully. Because I have not been told that, even though they are agreeable with both Iraq and D.C., that something was possible this weekend. Now, I don't know. A lot of things have happened. Biden didn't get his package approved for a left. That vote is not until tomorrow. They started... Uh, uh, bombing around Al Kazimi, his neighborhood. Iranians are threatening his life, saying he should be arrested for helping the U.S. Uh, kill their general because they said he was part of that, so they're bringing that all up again. Maliki is threatening that if Sadar uh, doesn't make some kind of deal with him and his party to marginalize, there's going to be a problem. Uh, the pro Iranian militias are threatening <laughs> that if there isn't, uh, if Sadar doesn't renounce the fact that he's going to take their guns and do away with them, that they're going to have something to say about it. 
really soon. Uh, so, there's a little background, side ground. Uh, Maliki getting the, oh, that was the other thing they wanted. They're saying that uh, Sadar has to renounce going after the money and the people who took it. Because they don't like that. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be immediate. All right. So there are a lot of stuff in the media like that. The pro thing that Maliki did say today was, hey, we're going to change the exchange rate of the dinar. If they get in, government shouldn't have done what they've done, and we're going to fix it. And he's not even in charge, but that's what he's saying. He's going to fix it. A lot of good stuff out there about the rate has to be changed because of the um, – rate of barrel of oil that they're not going to have any choice some people are saying others are saying that all that extra money will be used to balance the 2021 budget instead everybody's agreeing that the exchange rate the economy and everything will be better once there's a new prime minister and parliament, that because of the success, because of COVID going away, because of all the people poised to come into the country, they will have to change the exchange rate. Our question is that today, tomorrow, or January. They're trying to um, get the prime minister announced as soon as possible. Said that would smooth everything else and let it go faster. So we're going to wait and see what happens tomorrow in our window. If something, in fact, does happen, or do we get a new one? Something should have been done. The winner should have already been announced. If nobody appealed it, they were counting on that, I'm sure. I'm sure we were counting on our politicians doing what they said, which was taking a vote on Thursday. So we could have been done and everything could have happened over the weekend. But seems like our government is getting more and more like Iran's government and saying whatever they want and doing whatever they want to, but not doing what they're saying. <laughs> so we're waiting for that. Everything else is, is good, though. The banks are talking about changes. The banks are talking about the delay and what they're doing is because every bank has their own ATM. They don't have a universal ATM system like ours where everybody can access their bank accounts through any ATM. That's what they're currently working on now. Do we have to wait for any of this? I don't think so. I'm saying that because I don't know, because there's no reason for it not. It is causing a problem for them. People can't get to their actual money unless they can get to an ATM from their bank, and the citizens are upset about that. So they do, in fact, need to fix it. But everything else is going good, I think. The rates are still the same. We haven't changed any procedures. And everybody's sitting here waiting, as usual. But the stock is ticking, and I like it. So we're good. Hey, uh, let me see. I'm 
I got to tell you guys this before we get on the call, in case anybody got questions. So last Monday and last Wednesday, we told everybody who made donations, paid and did everything, that they were going to get a refund on their card because it was all refunded back as we went over to a new system because we can't have donations and gifts and everything. So with the new system, we put uh, payment options, support options, where you can actually support PNT by buying time. It says right there how much time you buy. You can buy time. You still get the complete show and everything else free. For those who want to help, support, be a part of it, you can go in and buy time because you got to buy something. Okay, so that's the way the new page is going to be set up. Hopefully, we'll have it set up um, right after this call this evening. Everything's been gone through, and uh, I'll tweet it out just like I did last time. We'll see what kind of response we have, if it's worth it or not. But everybody should have been refunded everything they did from the last system. You should already have that. So I reminded everybody last week, I'll remind you guys today, hopefully the new system be up and running today. All right. I think we got everything in, right? Did I forget anything? Well, you didn't ask me if I sent anything out over the weekend. Oh, right. I guess because you, you probably already know that I didn't. Well, there was oh. no hot intel, but I did receive a bank story from a member. So I posted that for those who just happened to go in and look in the updates and read it. But I'll share it with everyone well, else. Right I now. didn't read it. it so you're going yeah, to tell me what it was? And it wasn't hot info, oh, okay. so it was just a bank story that could wait until till now. But it is in the updates for the, the weekend updates. So I'll read it for those who haven't seen it yet. So far, only this bank story to share. This is for the weekend update. While speaking to my bank manager today from one of the top tier banks, I asked about key points at the exchange meeting. He was adamant that they would be looking for sharp, short, and shiny appointments, not drawn out, confused meetings. The exchange is not to discuss or bring up investments, options, etc., rather to save that for the wealth manager of our choosing. Knowledge about what we are doing is also being looked at. Are we bumbling about, confused about interest rates versus exchange rates, etc.? An interesting point was about appearance. If you go in blinged up in your fancy apparel, you will be assumed you are interested in appearances more than business and you will most likely not be given the best offers. You will most likely be considered someone who spends it all and the money will be gone in a short period of time. He advised being neat, clean, tidy, and casual. His team has been trained to look for calm, informed, and well-organized people at the exchange with long-term prospects. That was the bank story that I remember shared from their experience when they went to the bank on Thursday, Friday, whatever day it was. Okay. And I think that goes along with what we've been telling you guys for the last 10, 12 years. 
Right. I mean, you don't have to go in there like you going to a, a, a party or a wedding or a, a celebration, but you do have to be neat. You do have to be, uh, I think, calm. And as we always said, our whole purpose here is for you to be knowledgeable. I think, again, they're looking for all the things that we've gone over and people go in there knowing what kind of rate you're looking for, knowing what kind of package you want to put together, and asking the good questions, knowing that you already have the answer. There's one thing people always say, don't ask the question if you don't know the answer, because it might not be what you want. That's all. At the same time, I'm going to say, know what you're talking about. Don't be fumbling and bumbling. Um, and, and they'll know, just like you guys know, who actually knows what they're talking about. So I'm going to be able to explain things. So um, before we go to uh, any questions, we have any questions? Three. Ray put out something else over the weekend that uh, <laughs> a lot of you people <laughs> I, was, uh, I can't even believe the people who called me or asked me or text me about Ray getting in a fight on an airplane, getting stabbed in the back. I mean, really? You guys really believe that? Oh, my God. That, that was just crazy. There was a fight on the flight. It's all over the news. It's on the Internet. People videotaped it. But we can clearly see that is not right. Okay. That was crazy. And not the part that he told you guys, because Ray will make up mess like that all the time. But the fact that y'all believed it, that's what killed me. <laughs> all right. Let's get started. I think only two people out of the entire foreign currency community believed it. Yeah, is that what you think? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Scotto says, Ray, will you have classes, etc., on the Trust and Foundations in Dallas? Um, yes, I'll send you some information, Scotto. Um, it looks like Danny is going to lock in on November thirteenth. For, for the class he wants to host. So more information will come out about that when it's confirmed. Jim and KC says, until recently, we were told that we and our counted verified bagged currency would be escorted to a wealth manager for the long-term account negotiations. Wednesday, I think you said the currency would be counted and we would negotiate a rate for it, but we would have to make a separate appointment to talk to a wealth manager for investments. Would negotiations for the long-term account interest still take place at the initial meeting? At the initial meeting is where all your numbers are going to be, okay? That guy who's doing your exchange, because it's all based on uh, – how long you leave, how much you leave on on the rate that you get. So that's where all your numbers will be done. Your wealth manager will advise you what to do with all the money you don't leave with the bank. That part will 
happen later when you go and talk to your wealth manager. Your wealth manager is not necessarily the guy going to do your exchange. Those are people at the exchange location who are set up to do that. Your wealth manager may be in an office downtown somewhere, across town somewhere, around the corner, because you're going to be members of the bank and you're going to be split up. Then you go out and interview your wealth manager. Who do I think can now do the best job for me with what I have left to work with? Okay. These appointments, remember, were supposed to take 15, 20 minutes and be done. You don't have time to sit down with a wealth manager and build your future in 15, 20 minutes during the exchange process. You have time to negotiate with the exchange people, those three guys or four guys, whatever they are, on your rate, how much, and how long. That's what the exchange process is about. The wealth manager will give you everything after that. If you don't want the benefits, the perks, or he's not doing what you want to do, you take the rest of that money and go to a bank that will give you that. You have your interest payments to take it to another bank that will do the things that you want to do. Those are two separate things. Okay, what's next? Mangello says, have the contractors been paid yet? According to your info, that could be the open window, or are we still waiting? No, they've not been paid yet, and they're going to be paid when it happens. What they tell them, we got people right now here that the bank is saying, hey, I'm going to give you a payout, and I keep telling them, no, they're not. They're not doing any more payouts until the RV is announced because they're not. They keep telling people they are, or let's get ready, or I'm going to bring you into the office and we're going to go through this, but nobody's getting paid any money. I know one of our or gurus put out last week that people were getting paid in Reno again. I, I don't know how this idiot keeps putting it out. They're getting paid 80% are paid, 90% are paid on, on the bonds. Is that Then, you know, here we are today and nobody's paid. There's no money flowing. None of that list that they said last week happened. None of it. I find it funny that we didn't do a call Friday morning, and all of a sudden all the gurus put out that they were told to be quiet. Don't you guys find that funny? <laughs> well, who does that make sense to? Uh, like anyway. Yeah. So that says we weren't told to be quiet. <laughs> no, we just didn't do a call. So then nobody else had anything to say. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Jared 2518 says, I may have misunderstood Tony last Wednesday, but I think he said we would not qualify for the contract rate without a pre-assigned number. If we need a qualification number, how do we qualify? And what, please, are the qualifications? Okay, that was not for the contract. Everybody can get the contract rate. All you have to do is ask for it. Do somebody there a rate higher than the contract rate? And I said there is for people who have an authorization number, and we don't really have to worry about it because we're not those people. So I'm just saying that's that good old boy network or somebody that knows somebody or somebody related to somebody or a deal that was made in the back room. 
So I'm not going to tell you it's not there just because we don't have access to it because it absolutely is there. And some people have already received it, but I'm just not in the right family, don't have the right last name or something. <laughs> All right, what's next? Broad says, or Broad, B-R-O-D, however way you want to pronounce it, do you think wearing a necktie to the exchange appointment would be overdressed? No, some people wear suits every day. I mean, you just got to be comfortable in who you are. No, it's not overdressed. I think when um, when when a banker is saying bling, a bunch of people going to come in there, you know, with diamond watches on, gold watches and rings and and things and you know, products. Eight or, products, eight or nine necklaces, looking like Mr. T. Is he even normal? Not a Mr. T starter kit. Don't wear that in there. <laughs> but they're looking for, I mean, there's nothing wrong with dressing professionally. You just don't overdo it. Like, I'm the king, queen of England, whatever. I got all my money now. That way, because, I mean, and regardless of how you dress. Now, you guys have to realize, and it's real life, so it's not hard to imagine. When you look at someone, you form an impression of that person because we do it all the time just by looking at them. Once they open their mouth, it even enforces that impression or changes that impression. And those are the two things that happen. You can dress nice as you want, clean and open your mouth and your teeth fall out or your tongue roll up or, you know, you're talking and all they hear is because you don't have a clue what you're talking about, it's going to change their impression of you. Now, either way, if you're dressed nice or you're not dressed nice, once you open your mouth and the conversation starts and you say, this is what I'm looking to achieve, these are my goals, this is my plan for the future, this is the rate, and they say, okay, wait a minute, I might have misjudged this person. Just because he wasn't dressed, or was because he's still very knowledgeable. So you got two opportunities. Why not take advantage of both? What's next? You know, Tony. Um, I went to I did Atlanta this e- this weekend meet and greet workshop, and um, on open mic I, I used the King persona a whole lot. And um, there's this one member named Single Tony. I didn't send you pictures yet, but I will. She made me a crown and, um, um, dang, I lost a scepter. That's it, a scepter. Crown and scepter. And um, I'm thinking I'm going to wear that when I go to my exchange. And have somebody to sprinkle some flowers on the ground before I walk on it, like um, you know, comes to America. I was going to say it wasn't ten four though, right? (laughs) (laughs) I started to wear it on the airplane on the way back home, but I didn't want to fight to break out. (laughs) But uh. 
Okay, we're going to live callers now. Four zero four, Erico, you're on. Hi, Tony, and hi, Ray. Again, appreciate you helping us connect the the, the dots uh, and and the like. I do have a few questions for you. Appreciate the fact that you uh, have referenced the the status of the the window, the five day window that you had shared with us. Um, what sort of tweaking, if any, have your sources said, um, or are they still standing pat with the November second as being kind of the uh, tail end of that five day window? Uh, so far, they are standing pat. I haven't gotten any update on it or any new window, and that's why I said, you know, I'll probably get it this evening or tomorrow, and uh, I will probably tweet it out to you if there is a new window, because okay. there's still tomorrow, still tomorrow. We'll see what happens, and they're going to vote over here tomorrow. They may make a decision over there tomorrow, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of segues into the the status of the election vote counting on all of the contested uh, spots over in Iraq, uh, how close they are in terms of resolving those issues, and in turn, how close is that putting Sadar Sadr, uh, in terms of getting his coalition uh, pulled together? What are your Iraqi sources uh, prognosticating on that one? Well, we know they had pre-meetings because they said none of the meetings count until they make the official announcement. We know that uh, they were meeting and they wanted Al Kazimi and now Maliki and uh, another pro-Iranian guy, guy I can't remember his name, are actually pushing, mm-hmm. saying that there's no way Al Kazimi can be prime minister again or get a full term. They totally disagree with it, and if it is, there's going to be some problems if they name him. And that's what they're saying. So there's a lot of threats coming out over the weekend by the pro-Iranian, the militias, and uh, Maliki in this group. But they're a small number of people. Sadar came out and said, hey, everybody's going to be a part of it as long as you're for the country and not for yourselves and let things mm-hmm. continue the way that they are. So we're going to see they're not trying to make anything official until it's actually announced. So nothing's Good. going Good. on. And lastly, the 800 numbers, any further tweaking uh, info on uh, that from your sources on what they're planning to do with that for us? And- Our guy said that's the system. That's how it's going to work. Now, that's what we're hearing from at least three of the top five banks. That's how it's going to work. And we've been told that for years. There's no other way for it to work. What some idiot is saying, because I'm always calling them idiots because it just doesn't even make sense. And all you need is a little common sense to know that. They're not just going to send you out to the world, just go to any bank you want to. And every time you go to a bank, they say, that's too much for me. That's too much for me. Oh, I can't do that amount. They're not going to be that unorganized all the way across the country and turn this into the biggest bunch of chaos in the history. That's not going to happen. There's a well-developed plan how to get this done smoothly, and hopefully all of us will internet in 10 days. There would have to be a plan in order for that to happen, in order for us to get the contract rate 
and 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 the percentage that we're supposed to get. In order for this not to put everybody out in the street talking about the bank won't give me my money, because that's what would happen when somebody just went to the bank to do their exchange and they go three, four banks in their city and none of them will give them their money, then there's going to be an issue. So none of that's going to happen. The idiots that keep putting that out, so-called gurus, are just idiots. Okay, what's next? Sorry. Well, 10 days from whenever all of this <laughs> comes to fruition, we know that that's when our special TNT Super Fantastic Error Pay It Forward project would be coming. It'd be nice if this could happen before Thanksgiving, and then it gives us other stuff to be thankful for at Thanksgiving itself. So I keep my fingers crossed, and my dinar glasses are getting thicker and thicker. So, again, guys, appreciate everything you do for us. And have yourself a great Monday coming right. to us Monday. All Thank right. you. Getting closer and closer. So that's good. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. 754, area code, you are on. Well, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray, from another beautiful day in South Florida. This is Mahjong Lady. Um, I guess it paid to uh, make money at Mahjong Friday since this did not happen. A couple of things. When you were giving us the intel and you talked about the banks and how we should look going into the banks and not being blinged out and all that. Um, Since when we do the exchange, at that point, the people we're sitting with, we're going to be asking for telling them what percentage of money we're we're willing to leave there and the interest rate and the exchange rate we're looking for. Have I got that correct so far? That's right. That's what what you're doing. All right. You also told us, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, not to really leave all our eggs in one basket. So let's say 30% of the money that we are leaving there is that going to be what we will be discussing with the wealth manager as far as investment goes, or will it be the other 70%? And what are the pros and cons of leaving everything with them? Okay. So the 30%, if that's your number, some people may go 20%, some people may go right. 50%. Right. So I'm just using that as a guide. Okay. Right. You don't have anything to do with that anymore. Once you agree on the number and the interest rate, you don't have anything to do with that for five years. You just collect your interest. That's all you do. So when you go see your wealth manager, you're saying, now what do I do with what I have left? How can we put this money to work in investment opportunities, business opportunities, growth, whatever way you want to go. Now, I said my plan was I'm not going to leave all that with my wealth manager because I've already got my money, okay? My 30% gave me the highest rate I could get on all my money. So now I got 70% left. I got to put it to work. Am I going to hand mine all over to one guy? No, that's not my plan. I'm going to split it up. I'm going to let them know I'm splitting it up, at least two banks, if not three, in competition for my money. 
I'm saying I'm bringing it here. You show me what you can do, what you can get me involved in. I'm looking for IPOs, business opportunities, joint ventures with the bank. And and then whoever produces the best results at the end of a year, two years, that's who I'm going to give it all to. But first, you're going to have to prove yourself. So if you decide that that original 30% as a guideline doesn't have to be 30%, do you still have to have a meeting with their wealth manager if you don't want to leave any more money at that bank, but you have other people that you want to invest with that are tried and true? Can you then not take this to the next level with them? Yeah, that's up to you. It's your money. All they're negotiating is what part you're going to leave with them for the next five years. They're going to want you to leave some or go and work with them and be part of their bank, but you don't have to. After that part is done, it's your money sitting in your account. You can go do whatever you want to do with it. Okay. All right. And as far as um, what's going on in Iraq with Maliki, and the uproar he's causing and not wanting Kazimi back in there and bombs that went off near Baghdad over the weekend. Do you think that the unrest or whatever you want to call it that's going on there now uh, with the election, would that have anything whatsoever to do with this window slowly closing on us and the Treasury saying, no, they are not ready for us to let this go? That country needs to settle down more. They need to know who's going into power, and they need to stop all this now. Could that be any reason why from Friday to today we've seen nothing happen and no news coming out? It could be a reason that we just don't see it because CBI has to be assured that the country is going to be stable. All right? They're not going to go into Let's take all the money, and then we have civil war. Neither is the U.S. Treasury. They're going to say, we want to know who we're giving it to. We want to know that the laws are going to stay in place, that the changes that we just put in place are going to continue. If not, then it could be, you know, a worthless transition again. We don't want to do it. And then they say in 60 days they sell their government, whatever Maliki's in charge or or pro-Iranians in charge, and then they try and hand the government over to the Iranians or do everything they want so they can continue to steal the money. Nobody's going to do that. I mean, just, guys, we got to use, I mean, if you were a business person, would you run your business like that? If it was your money, (laughs) would you throw it the chance like that? Would you even loan it to someone like that, who you weren't even sure of, didn't have a definite business plan. I don't know what the future is going to look like, not in nine, ten years, but next 90 days, 60 days. Would you truly do that? That's what we have to look at. Now, if everything goes, when they put this window here, they said, hey, we're going to have the vote. He's going to win. The loser's going to accept that they lost. They're going to go in and start naming people, 30 days, everything's smooth. It's their first transition. Let's get it done. But Maliki, Amiri, Abadi, they're saying we had 57 seats in the last government. We only got 17. 
something's wrong. You know, I'm sure it didn't really come out like this. I can't believe it, even though they didn't want to tell their people don't go, don't vote, or the people thinking it was going to be crooked. But now that reality is set, man, what do they want to do? They're going to say, nope, the election was a fraud. Nope, you're cheating. Hey, we want you to recount. And now it is, if you don't give us more seats, or Sadar doesn't meet and talk to us and tell us we're still going to have power, then we're going to riot in the streets. Uh, all well, sounds familiar. It's a- but- that's what they're putting yeah, out right sounds now. Very familiar. That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> but Go you know, as this as this window is narrowing and with all that and the fuss that they're making on the other side, I just don't see why this would happen by tomorrow unless they do name Al Kazimi and they start forming a government. Because as long as there is that kind of upheaval there there is no way the CBI or the Treasury are going to say we're ready to release this. So we could be heading to a new window. We could be heading for January. We really don't know at this point that this window is ever going to take off or whether it's just going to close because they can't seem to get their act together. And as long as they don't get their act together, we don't see an RV. Uh, that's my personal opinion. Um, I don't well, know how long the people of Iraq are going to take this. Well, we don't know. But we don't know what happens until tomorrow, if they're, in fact, going to do it or not. If they're going to say that the uh, election is final and Sadar did win. I would think we'd see it sometime this week, even if we didn't see it tomorrow. But that's what makes good common sense. Regardless of how many times they tell us they're going to do it, they want to do it, because they're doing the exact same things you and I are doing. Hope we can get it done by this time. And if we do, then we're going to do it, if everything goes according to plan, if this works. But so far, nothing has. But worst case scenario, because that's what I always look at, we know the rate has to change. We know China, uh, Kuwait, you have nobody's going to rebuild anything, change jobs, anything, unless it does. Nothing that they put in the white paper is going to get accomplished unless it does. There's no way they're going to be the richest country in the region or the leader that they're trying to be unless they change the rate, change the policies, everything else. So we do know it's going to happen. We just don't know when. Right, and we're eight weeks away from another year starting. So um, as of now, is there any word on lower denoms in the ATMs, lower denoms in the street, them still on TV about the lower denoms, anything being said about them, or it's just silent? No, I know last week he told me there were lower denoms in the ATMs, and that's part of people can't get any out, fives, tens, that. But I know they're expecting something this weekend. So hopefully I'll get an update like I said, later today or by tomorrow exactly where it is. Okay. okay well, but I'm not and I got three people yeah. in Iraq, and none of them have said there's any 
Lowers and arms on the street. None of them. Okay, right, and Richie, no word, no else. word from Texas. Thank you. Nothing from Texas. Nope. All right. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you for answering my questions, and have a great day. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Thank you. Two zero eight area code. You are on. Good morning, folks. Um, I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious about one thing, and that's that uh, do we really know who makes the final decision on this happening? (laughs) The same person that made it last week, last month, and last year. The President of the United States is going to make the final decision. He has veto power. CBI can say we're ready, we've done everything that, and we're going to make the announcement, or he'll tell them, go ahead and make the announcement. But they can make the announcement. They can push the button like they have done before. But when it gets to Houston, Texas, it says no, so it doesn't happen. I don't know. (laughs) This thing can drive somebody totally up a wall. You know why, though? Because we got involved in something we weren't supposed to be involved in, but we were, so now we are. We something, I want to see something happen, or think this is all about us, and it has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with them, their country, and I was going to change their lives we're just here benefiting from it and the problem is we all want it to be about us hey i need to pay my bills hey i want to go on vacation hey i want to leave something to my kids this is not about you until you have it and that's our problem majority of us i want it right now it's going to be christmas i want to buy a warehouse full of christmas gifts it's not about that. It's about the Iraqi people, their survival, changing their lives for the next 200 years is what it's about. We're just sitting around going to get all these golden nuggets that are going to fall out of it. Now, we were told we got a seat at the table, and I agree with that. We helped their economy because if we weren't doing what we were doing, their economy would have never survived. But That doesn't mean we can demand anything. That doesn't mean that we can expect anything or for them to tell us the truth. Because what we did was just like any other stock that you invest in, we invested in the future of Iraq. And it's not predetermined, but we know which direction it's going in. I didn't know Facebook stock was going to be worth $400, or trust me, I would have bought it for $17. (laughs) But there it is. We did this based on future and things that happened in the past, and there's too many people trying to demand something happen that we have no say-so in. That's the problem. So basically what you're saying is that we are Interlopers. Because we are. Well, we don't have hey, to say no, yes, or no. Either way, what we can do is keep our currency 
and wait for it to happen and benefit from it or sell our currency and cry and jump off the top of skyscrapers when it does happen because we didn't keep it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes I get the notion to just bury it outside and uh, let my friend uh, who keeps constant watch on you call me and say, it's time now. I was going to okay? say, that's not a bad idea. You can bury it. <laughs> just don't forget where you buried it because you might have to go dig it up. But anyway, it's not. <laughs> very, Some very people have to walk away for a little while. That's all right. Okay, thank you. Thank you, sir. I have one more, one more comment. I think the idea okay. about uh, the cruise is wonderful. Let's have a cruise. All righty. Thank you. Cruise. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, sir. Two eight one every code. You're well, on. hello, Mr. Ray Ren and Mr. Hey there. How you guys doing today? How are you guys? Y'all doing good? Fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. I am good. super fantastic. So listen. Yeah. Happy birthday. I sent you well, a happy birthday. You. But yes, I just want to know thank this. You. The double Dutch, is that the other way you say double wide? <laughs> Look here, it's my birthday. I'm not supposed to be getting. <laughs> 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 Quit your foolishness, I know that. That's all right. The double wide looked good from behind. It looks good. It worked all weekend. How about that? <laughs> Nope. 
CBI is not talking about it at all. So, again, the banks are, when people go in, and they're being some of the low denominations, they're still being educated. There's a lot of news articles out. But that's it. CBI is not putting out any directives. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So um, I've always kind of felt like this may not be released until Biden gets this package done over here, whatever it is they're waiting on. So that's just been my, you know, thought. And now that he's out of, you know, gone to the summit or whatever, do you feel like he will have to be back here before they get it all done? Because I know they said that the demos were Democrats were trying to get it done, but what's your thought on that? Would he have to be back here for them to really finish it? No. I mean, he will be, but he won't have to be. Um, uh-huh. I understand it's not just about uh, the, the package because it doesn't have anything to do with the RV. I mean, you got to remember the uh-huh. package over 10, 20 years. It's not all about the RV, what's going to happen. If he's going right. to have an impact on the budget, it's going to be next three or four years. So we like to see that done, and we can go on, and people can feel like that's where it came from, but it's not a requirement. If the things that are most important right now are going on in Iraq. Do they right. say the election is over? And they're saying, hey, we're not going to go redo the election, guys. Over Saturday, they came and said, we're not going to redo the election. We're not going to recount every area. We did those ones that were, we saw legitimate complaints, maybe. And that's going to be it. And we're going to make an announcement. They said, we can't do the election over because we don't have a parliament to declare this a false election. There's nobody in government. This says this election doesn't count. So we have to complete this, have a new parliament, and then you can go fight it with them if you want to. It's the process to fight it. So we're just going day to day until it actually goes through. So all Maliki and Iran are trying to do is then we still got 17 seats, but they're trying to force their way into a position of power even though they legitimately don't have it, and they're saying we're going to do it with bombs in the streets or militia. TV is coming out. Articles coming out over the weekend are saying that the citizens are turning against the militia and Maliki because they're turning against Iran, and that's what they're fighting now. The citizens are joining in with the government. Go ahead. So I thought I read something where um, they were trying to, or there's some threats out on Kazemi's life as well. Is that, have you heard that as well? Yep, the threats out and the bombs that went out over the weekend, we yesterday there three bombs that were closer to Kazemi's house where he still lives and not the green zone and not uh, U.S offices or the embassy. Uh, as a matter of fact, they're calling it an attempt to assassinate Kazemi is the way it's put in the news over there. So now let's see if we can tie all this together because it's so confusing. Now, if the U.S. have paid 
for that election over there to go the direction that they want it to go, then we knew we know who's in charge. So why all of this <laughs> on the outside? What you know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, but just because the U.S. paid for it don't mean everybody got to like it. I mean, they still don't like what? it. Iran doesn't like it. Maliki doesn't like it. We know, but they're not in control. It seems like to me the U.S. is in control. They're the big dogs, regardless of who likes it or not. seems like to me they always get their way. So to me, it, it, you know, it just seems like it's going to end up with what the U.S. want anyway because there seems like, it seems like to me they're the ones that's holding this button and has not pushed it yet figure out why haven't they not pushed it, you know? Okay. It is going to, well, I don't know that it's going to end up. The U.S. is still going to be in a position. Uh, if they name Al-Kazemi again, then then yeah. If Sadar says, hey, I changed my mind and I wanted to be Fred Flintstone instead, we don't know what might happen. Will the U.S. continue to fight? Will they continue to change the laws? Or will they continue just to hold them down? Well, they say, okay, uh-huh. since you named Fred Flintstone, we're not going to give you the money or the opportunity to do anything in the white papers, and we're going to have the people riot and take over the government again. And we'll try it again. Uh-huh. We don't know what the future means. We know right now right. everything's going the way the U.S. wants it to go. Sadar is there. If they agree, looks like al is going to go. They're putting all the laws in place that he wanted. Sadar is saying, I'm going to remove the militia. I'm going to remove the Iranian influence. That's what the people want. But it just doesn't happen overnight. We still got to go right. through the process. That's all. Right. So my last question is, how much of this do you feel President Bush has or is involved with this, if any, still? Is President Bush still involved with the RV? Is well, I wouldn't say the process, I guess you would say. I mean, because we know he started it. So, I mean, I'm just saying. And then the, we know where the server is. We know there's still some ties somewhere. It may not be directly, but indirect. So do you, in your opinion, feel that there's still some ties there? I think you'll always have ties to it because he is one of the architects of it, but he doesn't right. have the decision making, or he would have did it when he was in office, or he would already did. Each administration uh-huh. now has the decision making, just like Obama did. He could have went on and did it, said, "Give me the money, let me wipe out the deficit, let me be a hero, and everything else," or. He could have went on and done it and all went to hell because Maliki switched something to Iran. So he, he did the yeah. right thing by not doing it, if we're looking at that. But Trump had an opportunity. He was in charge. He could have just said, hey, just go do it. I don't care. Just let yeah. him do it. Whatever happens, happens. But he didn't. And now Biden is the same thing. Are they being responsible and reasonable? Yes. Are they trying to make sure... We're not giving Iran $100 billion, and then the sanctions don't mean anything. Because if they're stealing all of Iraq's money, 
then they're going to steal everything that the RV has to produce. And they're putting their right. own people in there to change the whole picture. So there's a reason or a method to the madness uh, of why no president has said let it go because there's other sure. things attached to it. Again, everybody got to realize it's not about us getting rich. It's not why they came up right. with the plan. It's not why they put it together. And it's not why they're doing it just so we all can get rich. Right, right, right. A whole lot more to this than that. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe one of these old days we will see this thing. I'm hoping sooner than later, but no one knows. We just have to go with the flow, I guess, and like you say, continue to hold on to our currencies and just be ready. So, And that I am. I'm just hoping that uh, it's sooner than later. So. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate all your info, you and the king. And thank you guys for the happy birthday wishes. And you guys have a great day. I will talk okay. to you. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's only going to be $19 a month. 610, Erico, you are on. What's $19 hey, a month? What you spending $19 on? <laughs> Hey, good afternoon, Hello. Good afternoon, Ray, hey. and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, sir. Wait, was that you? Was that you spending $19? No, not me. Oh, Ray hung up on him? Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. All right, Ray, if I understand what Tony was saying at the top of the call, you're going to have a new way to pay electronically either later today or tomorrow. Is that correct? That's the plan. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our gifts and pay for time in order to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red donate button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box one seven four eight. Elm City, that's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, as Tony alluded to at the top of the call, Ray is going to be working on getting up a new way that we out here in the currency community can pay for time in order to keep this information superstation on the air. So go to the website, www.tntsuperfantastic.com. Look there later today or tomorrow, and Ray will have a new way that we out here can pay for time in order to keep this information superstation on the air. 
And when you're paying for time and when you're sending in your checks and money orders, please remember to include your phone number. That way it will make it easier for Ray to track all of those gifts that come in so he can keep track for our future programs to come. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families, again, for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and rally, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style, North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. I I, I want some of that North Carolina barbecue, too. I think I'm about ready for some of that. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. All right, sir. 206 area code. You are on. Wait a minute. Let me try that again. 206. Yeah, you are. We can hear you now. 206. Go for it. Greetings, greetings to both of you. Hope you're having a great day. Yes, thank you. Laura, how are you? Excellent as always. Great to be with you. Um, I have a couple quick comments, and then I have a question or two. The first comment is to encourage uh, Mahjong Lady, and that is that we have to remember when we hear this stuff about Maliki and about the Iranians and about the um, militia coming out of Iraq, we're hearing one side of the story that is very much the propaganda of a losing opponent in uh, a power struggle. And it just so happens that that losing opponent has control of significant media, and they know how to make a lot of noise, which gives the appearance of a lot more authority, a lot more trouble, and a lot more consequence than is ever in their power to create and project. So when we listen to their noise, we got to use our brains a little bit and put our filters on and say, hmm, okay, we've heard the noise. I think it's less for us to be concerned about than a lot of people get concerned about. The other thing that I wanted to say is out of my own experience, and in, in here in the United States, I've had the privilege and the agony of being involved in state and federal government and in the legislative area, even in the same party, the infighting that occurs in the same party when that same party is in power is enormous and is continual. So for us to believe that there's ever going to be a time when the CBI can look at Iraq or the United States can look at Iraq and see nothing but absolutely still water, I mean, that's a fantasy. It's never going to happen. Everything that happens in politics happens in the context of conflict. So I don't think we need to be as pessimistic as sometimes we get. 
just because there's trouble in River City. River City's always going to have trouble. Now, my questions. Um, the first thing is, are you talking, Tony, uh, and are the other people talking about the um, $1.75 trillion reconciliation package that's trying to struggle its way through the Congress? Is that what you're looking to see voted on tomorrow? No. <clears throat> they are going to vote on it. Well, they say they're going to vote on it tomorrow. But I don't know that, again, I've been saying the whole time, it really has any significance to the RV itself. Because I wouldn't think it does. Because, again, it's 20 years, 30 years. It's not like it's a plan that's going to save our economy next month or uh, influence our economy. There's going to be money going out, but it's not going to change the world. So, no. I am looking at exactly what you said, though, but in Iraq. And that's what I'm saying. They're having a conflict, and I'm trying to put, you know, Republicans against Democrats, if that's how you want to put it over there. Um, It's Iran against Iraq or the U.S. in reality. But even the Kurds said, hey, we have, you know, no horse in this race. Until you tell us who the race is, who won the race. We're not picking either side. The Shia or the Sunnis saying the same thing. Wait, we want to know the final results before we start teaming up. So we're having meetings, but it doesn't mean anything. Because we don't know in the end if you're going to win or not. How are they going to rule on this thing? Even though those three got together the day of the election, right off and said, okay, we're all going to do the right thing. Well, now since you're letting them drag it out, maybe we won't. We don't want to be pigeonholed or on one side or the other. Even when it's finalized, they say, okay, Sadar got the most seats, the Kurds got their 35, Sunni's got this. It's still going to be just what you said. It's what the, we see the Democrats doing in fighting about is it going to be Kazemi or not? Or should it be one of these other three guys? Or what do we get out of it if we say yes? Because that's always going to be constant. CBI is never, just like the U.S., is never going to see the day where there's no conflict in Iraq. It's forever going to be conflict in Iraq. Because Iran is not going to give up trying to influence them. They're not going to give up on their guys. Because even though Sadar said, hey, we want all the money back, and we want you guys, because Remy said, we want all the money back. We're going to prosecute all those who stole it. That's not going to happen next week, next month, or next year. It's going to take a while to get all that. And guess what? All those guys in Parliament are still going to fight it. That's why they're fighting this hard. Last week they said, hey, all, they took off. They left the country. The election gets redone. They have to do it over or they get some more seats. They're going to come back. So wait a minute. I still got a chance. So there's a lot of things that can happen. But what we do know is Iraq is taking every step up to right now to announce the RV in their banking system, in their plans, in their agreements, in their contracts. It's all saying we're going to RV our money, devalue it, and we're going to go from there. 
And that's all we should look at. That's where they're going. It's not as easy as we thought, but they will get there. It'll be easier after this election. New parliament members, because uh, even though he got four years to get things done instead of four months or one year, all that will make it easier for them to enforce what they've already agreed upon. So, and we could see that happen tomorrow. We can see it happen this week. They just need to know, okay, we're past that. Now we have no way to go but forward. Then it could happen any minute from that point on. Yeah. And before I say my next question, I'll just say amen to what you said. So I think it's all hopeful. And and what these people have done is extraordinary. I mean, the, method, the, the progress they've made is uh, with Al Pazini has just been amazing. And then the other thing is, I really believe that it takes this kind of trouble uh, made public and made clear to the public before people are going to wake up. And I think that this has been a great education for the Iraqi people to take their own destiny in their own hands. And I'd be just dumbfounded if they fail to do that when they've got such an, an opportunity in front of them right now. They'll never have a better chance. And I think that there's a bunch of people over there who have that message loud and clear, and they're prepared to press it forward. Just my thinking. My next question is practical about the RV. Uh, when you're talking about we go to our exchange and the um, um, exchange person, whoever that is, does the transaction, we make our deal, and let's suppose it's for 30%. My question to you is, do you have any kind of clue what kind of vehicles they're going to offer us, or are we going to have any choice at all as to the kind of account or vehicle that this 30% is going to be put into? And if you know about any kind of options that's going like this kind of thing or that kind of thing or a third thing, what would your recommendations be about the kinds of choices we have for that first 30%? Okay. Um, it's a good thought and pattern, but I don't know that you're going to be given any options because you're giving the money to the bank and they're giving you a interest rate, which means they get to control that and move it any direction they want to. So, I'm not sure they're going to give us an option because they can be putting it all in one account and let it go in a hundred different ways. And they can't determine your dollar from my dollar once it's all sitting over there. So I don't think they're going to give you the opportunity to restrict where the money's put when they're just going to guarantee you the money and guarantee you an interest rate for five years. So I would not even look for that. Uh, personally, I'm not even concerned about it because it, it's theirs for the next five years. I don't care what they do. As long as they give me my interest monthly and at the end of five years, they renew my contract. That's all I wanted to do. Okay. Now, that's cool because it's still going to be a renewable contract. So we can. one of the things we can negotiate is that, yes, I'd like to do it for five years, and at the end of five years, if you've made me happy, I'd like the option to renew it. Is that going to be on the table? Yeah, that's supposed to already be there. Okay, okay. 
And then the last question is, is depository accounts to the bank are always liabilities on the bank's books, meaning that that's an obligation that they owe. And if a bank would go down, the liabilities of the bank are the first things to be liquidated uh, to the people that the bank's liable to, the depositors. So with these accounts that we're going to be putting this 30% into, be a liability, be subject to first claim on uh, if a bank goes bust? I don't know. That's a question you have to ask a banker. I have no idea. Okay. Okay. All righty. Thank you, sir. Thanks for everything. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. 972, Eric Codes, you're on. 972. Looks like Danny from Dallas. Maybe he's tied up. We'll go to 409, Eric Code. You don't. Hey, Ray. I didn't hear none hey. of you. Is this Danny? This Danny. Danny and Dallas. Ray's confused because he skipped you and went to 409. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it is confusing over here, too. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing all right. I uh, I'm encouraged about the general information you're giving out, and I've decided that I'm going to take a regular posture of being uh, optimistic but content as I formulate plans as this is not uh, yet occurred. So I'm optimistic and content. I'm not anxious, uh, all that kind of business. So that, that's my posture right now. So any news is good news. It's a long time between Wednesday and Monday morning, fellas. It really is. Now, I know you would have passed on things if if they were, they were there to pass on, but uh, just communicating to you, uh, some of us have uh, oriented our lifestyle, our daily routine, and certainly our weekly routine <laughs> to hearing from Tony and Ray. And, you know, you guys uh, are are subject to the same thing. You're in it seven days a week. But there's another group of us that are there three days a week and and uh, uncomfortable in the other days that we miss. So, But I'm going to be optimistic and content. That's my posture right now. I appreciate what okay. you did, I, I want. I, yes. I was going to say, Danny, uh, I'm, I'm gonna try not to ever take another day off. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> I'm I'm planning on not taking any days off once this happens. I'm gonna be plugged in uh, every day. Oh my goodness! Uh, but uh, typically, well, I uh, guess I, you didn't hear we were gonna do the call, but Ray was flying to Atlanta and got in a fight on the plane and got stabbed in the back. <laughs> So we couldn't do the call. <laughs> oh, my. You're right. I did not hear that. It's been a busy day. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Well, there's probably even more stories to go along with that. I like that. But uh, for me, oh. typically, 
uh, as I mentioned before, I feel like a currency evangelist. I started a new job uh, putting in a new door for a, a young family here. J.D. is his name, and uh, the, he and his wife are about 30 years old. Had never heard about this before, and uh, I'm just, you know, working on the door and, and talking about uh, different things that we probably all communicated about, a little history, a little practical uh, expectation and the result that we hope for. Um, and uh, I, I went ahead and told him, yeah, there's about 124,000 that'll, that'll hear the call that you and I are going to listen to. In the meantime, I've headed to the lumberyard to get some stuff, so he's not here with me now. But uh, that's, uh, it's always exciting not to just go over it, but to go over it with new people. And I am uh, content and uh, optimistic. So that, that's my posture for today. I appreciate anything you put on the plate. Okay, Danny, I, I appreciate, you know, that you continue to share the knowledge and experience and word of, of what this is, as we all should do. But especially to the younger people, like you're saying, because if they're paying you to hang a door, it only has, you know, like what, uh, nine bolts in it or whatever, unless you're doing the whole frame. Anyway, I'm just messing with that part. But the fact that you're telling them they can take 50 bucks or 100 bucks that could change their entire life, whether it be by yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, or, or, or the New Year, it is a great thing to still tell people invest $100 in yourself or $50 if that's all you have. Especially now, Thanksgiving is a time of thanking and giving. Christmas oh is a time goodness. of yeah. giving. And you can give people not the hope, but the opportunity to change their life and know yes, that sir. you're giving them something real. So, yeah, so continue true. doing so that. True. Yeah. yeah. Well, Part of my contentment, too, <clears throat> is something Ray already mentioned. Uh, the Dallas workshop is uh, getting focused in on, and uh, he was right. We're, we're, we're aiming at November the 13th, which is Saturday, and uh, uh, give, uh, giving liberty to those who know me and have my contact information. Pass it around to your friends, and um, let's see what we can do here. This may be the last opportunity to take advantage of both the expertise that Ray has and the time that he will have to share it. The uh, the details I'd be glad to pass on, and I intend to, to pass on to the 70 or 75 people that I've got numbers for, but uh, this is a good time to do it. So let's let's move that direction. Optimistically and contentment is the, uh, is the passwords on this. Okay. People have been asking about it, so there you guys go. There you go. Ray, feel free to add what you want to. Yeah, I don't want to add anything. You You have 75 people (laughs) to be sending it to. That's enough. (laughs) I don't want the class to be too big. (laughs) Oh, you already got 75 people? I didn't know that. You got a list of 75. Oh, okay. We trying to keep the class Uh about, you know. Ten or twelve folks. No, I just can't. well, it may be ten or twelve. <laughs> I got a lot of poor people that can't afford to until they're rich. So there you go. 
Yeah, well, that's the plan for it to be something for post-RV anyway. But if we can make it work for somebody pre-RV, that's fine. There you go. All right. Thanks for watching this, right, fellas. Sir. I'm going to cut okay. out. See you. All right. All right, Al. Bye-bye. 409, area code. You are on. Um, good morning and good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, good afternoon. I'm like Danny. I, I uh, was lost without the call. On Friday, so I'm like that too. Thank Every you. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's you know it's the call time. Everybody knows. Don't try to get in touch with me. You know between twelve and two central here. But anyway, uh, some of this has been touched on, but I'm going to ask you to recap it uh, for me so that it, I'm making notes. But one thing I want to ask first: uh, in the past, we've discussed the fact that when we make these uh, decisions when we negotiate that Tony you've used the example that why would he or she agree to all this if they're not going to be our wealth manager if we're going to move to another wealth manager and yet today it seemed as though you were alluding to the fact that this is an exchange person they will not be our wealth manager and so I'm a little confused there can you help me understand that? Yeah, I can help you understand that. If you have five million or ten million probably or even less than that, the guy doing your exchange is not going to be your wealth manager. Okay. Well I have more than that. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. if you have two, three hundred million you're going to be exchanged by a wealth manager. Oh, so okay. All right. It's, it's, that it's, makes it's sense. going to be different. But you got to realize this. When they set the rules, when they're hearing things and they're telling people, there's 10 million people with dinar that we know of. Out of that 10 million, they think 9 million of them have 100,000 dinar. 100,000 dinars, and most of them that somebody gave them or they bought. So there's not going to be 10 million new millionaires and billionaires. So they set the rules up and what their expectations are for the majority. Just run them through. Run them through. Even if they got 5 million. You don't really get a wealth manager until you have $25 million. They give you a private banker. Five million. You don't get a black card most times. So you have twenty-five million dollars. Everybody gotcha. below that is just going to be processed, and okay. that's what that banker is saying. And that's the majority of the people. Okay. Well, I have I have more than that, and, and I have them. So, okay. Uh, now here's thank you that that clarified it for me. Now uh, several people have kind of touched on this, but this is what I'm going to ask you. Um, in this first meeting of the exchange, there, we're going to leave there with a contract, correct? Yep. Right? Okay. With Now, I want to make sure that these are the decisions that are going to be in the contract. Uh, of course, the exchange rate for the currency, how much we're going to leave there, 20%, 50%, whatever, the interest rate. 15% or whatever, paid out 
however, you know, like monthly, okay? Uh, and also, can we, at this appointment, do we ask about the spillover accounts that they receive the same interest rate and payout? Do we ask that in the contract also? No, that's not going to be in the contract, guys. That is justification for you getting the higher rate. I mean, I know what you're doing. I know how fractional banking works. Okay, so I understand banking. I know how the overnights work, so I understand it. I know how the interest works. That's telling them you know what you're talking about. That's basically it. You're not going to okay. negotiate on that percentage of overnight. Because like Danny it told you guys, he gave you the thing, go look it up. It's not always 1%, but it's enough right. that they make money on interest. Right. Fractional banking changes. Sometimes it's times 8, sometimes it's times 10. But you know they're making money on your money. So when I ask for 15% a year, that's real reasonable compared to everything you get ready to make off of this money. And that's right. the only reason you want them to know that you know. You can't negotiate okay. on the overnight. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. When my money makes money, okay, that interest, I want to pull it out of the, what I call the mother load and put it in another account. Can I negotiate and put it in that contract that all my accounts, every savings account, everything, all gets that same rate of interest and payout schedule. I don't like, know. My this is what I can tell you, because I haven't gone through it. Nothing beats a failure but a trust. So it is possible that we could get that in the contract. I don't know, but nothing beats a failure but a trust. Oh, okay. All right, I'll, I'll question that one then. And then also there should be something in there uh, Ray has taught us about being able to transfer ownership without stipulating whether it's a trust or whatever. But should that be in the contract also, that the ownership is transferable? In your investment oh, okay. not your exchange. Not the money we leave there. Well, yeah, if you're investing in an investment contract, that's that's what the recommendation is, to make sure it's transferable so you can okay, move the so ownership. Here's where we're, okay, this, all right, so here's where I don't have understanding then. Let's say I'm going to leave 30% with them. Okay. Do I? And that that's a contract. And because yes. I've not been able to set anything up and I'm going to move that money, I want that money in a trust, that 30% no. I'm leaving there. Well, you're oh, not going to put that? it in a trust. No, what you're going to do right then, you're going to commit that 30% to them in your name. But oh. you're also going to ask to be able to transfer the ownership of that agreement because you know you plan oh. on creating an entity later and you want it to start receiving that money instead of you. So you right, want to be able to I transfer mean. the ownership. Yes. Okay, So and that should be in the contract. Yes. Okay, and also that uh, that I'm able to renew it at the same terms at the conclusion of the contract. Like if I was going to leave it there five yeah, years, at the one. end of that time, I can stipulate and it goes in that contract. Because otherwise it's just somebody's word saying, oh, yeah, five years from now, sure. 
Right. So well, can I we expect all are, that? They, I think they already have that in there, my understanding, and it's your option at the end of five years. Okay, without having to renegotiate. Without having to right. renegotiate. So I can't okay. speak for each and every bank. Read your contract, and that's what I would be talking to them about, and that's what I would want in there. Okay. okay. All right. So I think that's it. So when we walk out of the bank, this should all be in writing, uh, signed, sealed, delivered, right? So we know you what we're doing. know what you're doing. Then, you walk then out. we go back. Okay. Then we let me ask you this. Now, this wealth manager that I'm going to be meeting with is a real wealth manager because I'm I'm going to be up in that group. So is he going to be, in other words, is it going to be several weeks? Because if he's exchanging people, he may not be able to have my second appointment for a while. Right? Well, I, I don't know if he's going to be 24 hours, 72 hours, or, or three weeks. I can't speak for each bank in every situation. I don't know what level you're going to be in. You know, guy, your area may get 40 new clients that day. I, I don't know. I'm in Texas. Yeah, I'm in. I'm going to be in the Dallas area. So yeah, it's going to be like that. Okay. So one more quick question. I want to buy a house, and I don't want to wait for the second wealth manager appointment. So can I just, uh, in other words, how how am I going to do that? What, what can is your I do house the is initial going appointment? Huh? For your house? I want Look, to buy a house. You, you got uh-huh. 70% left. You can wire the money wherever you want to. You can get a cashier's check. You can go down and have it deposited in escrow. I mean, if you know the house that you're buying already, it's your money in a bank account 24 hours after you're done. You have 100% okay. of your money. So I can leave that appointment, and then what? Because my wealth manager is going to be busy. So who, if I don't want to go to a teller, so do I get that information while I'm at that appointment? Yeah, ask I mean, them. Do I get a They'll probably tell you, this is our, our private bank location. This is where you go do business at from now on, and you can go to the private bank. So even if it's not my same wealth manager, he can refer me to someone else who can do this for me. Absolutely. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. Bless y'all's heart. Thank you very much. Yes. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Bye. 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 Hey Tony, let me share something that just came in from a member. Before we just when we okay. started the call. So a member texts me and says, um. She and her husband went to the corner store this morning, and let me see, what is this? Was that the corner store? My husband asked the man if they take dinar, because the man is from Iraq, and the store owner said, yeah, the dinar is worth more than the U.S. dollar, and so she's thinking either he knows something that has taken place or he knows something that is about to take place for uh, a shop owner here in the U.S. to openly say, yes, I'll, I'll take the, the dinar. <laughs> it's worth more than the U.S. dollar. So we'll see if we can get in touch with that shop owner and, and see why he feels that way. 
yeah. news at and 11. Yeah, and corner store, tell her to walk back down to the corner and say, how much more is it worth? So we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll be on top of this one. Uh, All right, just okay. wanted to share that with everybody since uh, we just got it, and we'll pursue it to see what other information may be forthcoming from that. All right, sir, we're at the bottom half of the hour. Let's close up shop. All right, guys. Um, uh, again, uh, we should have the new uh, page up, the link. I'll tweet it out so everybody can donate because you should have all gotten your refunds by then. It's the first of the month. We didn't do last month because we had to refund it, everything, and we need to get this month done. Uh, so uh, I can continue working and not skip any more days for Danny. But anyway, everything is good. You got a lot of stuff going on in Iraq. Uh, Maliki is, is doing what he's doing, trying to hold on his position. We're just simply waiting for them to make the vote official. And, and things should take off from there. Our window from the Treasury ends tomorrow. So we'll see. We haven't gotten an updated window. Let's wait and see what happens uh, as far as that. When we do get our update or I hear from them today or tomorrow, I'll try and tweet something out. But we are still looking good. Everything else says we're pointing forward and moving forward. So with that, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. All right, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for this marvelous Er Monday. And um, we'll look forward to talking to you on Hump Day Wednesday. If not sooner, keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
Return to the conference, press star. This session is no longer being recorded. Hello, this is your private banker. 
It's done. It's finished. What? Honey! It's done. It's finished. The RV's on its way. Everything's completed. There's nothing else to say. It's done. It's finished. The RV's on its way. We are just waiting for the call in a day. done.